We are Columbus Community Hospital, dedicated to providing compassionate, accessible health care close to home. Here's another edition of our podcast series, Columbus Community Hospital HealthCasts. Your feet take the whole weight of your body, so it's important to take good care of them. And here to talk with us about common foot problems and how to treat them is Dr. Brandon Bohr, orthopedic surgeon, podiatrist at Columbus Community Hospital. Dr. Bohr, thank you so much for your time today. So what are some of the most common issues you treat? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I would say some of the most common issues uh, that I treat would be heel pain. Um, and then acquired deformities such as bunions and hammer toes. So why heel pain? Why does that pain seem to be the most common? Yeah, uh, also a good question. I see a lot of heel pain, and it's mostly related to pain on the bottom of the heel uh, associated with plantar fasciitis, and that is related to uh, more of a chronic overuse. And in this community, uh, there's a a heavy presence of manufacturing and and folks that are on their feet several hours of the day on concrete, and our our feet just aren't really made to withstand that, you know, month over month, year over year, and and we develop uh, overuse of certain parts of the foot. So that continual pounding day in and day out. Can you explain to us what is plantar fasciitis? Yeah. So uh, on the bottom of the foot, on the bottom of the heel, there is uh, an area where the plantar fascia begins. And there are three bands of the plantar fascia. The medial band is the largest band and takes uh, the brunt of the work. And the function of the plantar fascia is to support the arch. And so if you are walking uh, on concrete, Right, your foot is naturally going to flex, and the arch will collapse somewhat with every step. And when it does collapse, the plantar fascia tightens and supports the arch, and that is a natural phenomenon with every person. Uh, but like I mentioned, on a hard surface, especially if you're carrying any excess weight, such as you know a box with tools or any sort of manufactured equipment, um, the plantar fascia will get inflamed. And when it becomes inflamed, it actually has less blood flow to the center, which can then degenerate and becomes a chronic uh, inflammatory process. So with plantar fasciitis, let's just stick with this for a minute. Is that something that with rest will go away or when is it time to see the doctor for that particular injury? Well, if you are in a situation where you can rest, you know, where if you could step away for a vacation or if perhaps you were changing jobs from, you know, working on the floor up into an office job, yes, it would it would take care of itself. But most people don't have that luxury. And so, you know, they come to see me after struggling for a couple of weeks, perhaps even months, without any relief. And I would say a good time to see or to seek out treatment is when, you know, you're just in over your head and you can't get this to feel better and it's, it's affecting your everyday functioning. Well, let me ask you this then. When is the right time to see a podiatrist as opposed to a family practice physician? Well, I, you know, anytime you have an ailment that's affecting your foot or ankle, um, I would probably seek help uh, from a, a specialist um, just to, to get the best continuum of care uh, for that condition. And what are some of the other foot and ankle problems that people should be aware of? Oh, there are quite a few. Um, like I had mentioned before, the bunions and hammer toes, those are usually acquired deformities, meaning you inherit them and there's a family history of them. Uh, you can also make those worse with certain types of shoes. Uh, but there is also arthritis, which can affect the arch of your foot. Uh, and there can be also uh, tendon and ligament issues. And a lot of those certain injuries or ailments affect people of different age ranges uh, and activity levels. 
That's very interesting. So if someone starts to feel discomfort, are there ways to prevent further issues? Yeah. Um, good support of the foot is always, you know, that's the first thing I'd recommend to anybody before they seek out help. If they think, ah, this one foot is really bothering me, you know, first they need to evaluate what they're doing. You know, perhaps they need to get better shoes. And by better, I mean a more supportive shoe, right? It should it should be a comfortable shoe, but the shoe should also be uh, rigid and supportive enough to shield stress away from the foot. We don't want a flexible, flimsy shoe because that's, that is not protecting your foot from the wear and tear of the day. The other thing I would put in that shoe would probably be an arch support, and that doesn't have to be a, a custom or semi-custom device that costs several hundred dollars. You can get a good support uh, for probably $50 that can really do a, a lot of good for the person. So there are surgical procedures to help treat these kinds of issues, but what if someone doesn't want to go under the knife, if you will? What are some other forms of treatment? Sure. Um, it, you know, it, it really ranges depending on the condition, but, you know, we can use uh, oral anti-inflammatories. There are also injections available for certain ailments, such as arthritis. Uh, and then I have used physical therapy uh, for help along the way uh, for several different conditions. Um, so th- there are other treatment options. And then on the other side, what are the benefits of surgical procedures? Well, the benefits of a surgical procedure, in my opinion, would be a predictable endpoint. And what I mean by that is sometimes I'll see people who come in and maybe they have a fracture of one of the bones in their foot and it's well aligned. And I would say, well, you don't have to have surgery, but it is easier for me to predict an endpoint of when this is going to be better if we do surgery versus if we don't. Because if we don't do surgery, um, we're just simply relying on that patient's uh, natural physiology to heal it. And, you know, as we age or as we develop other comorbidities, you know, sometimes it takes longer for certain patients to heal, and that can be frustrating for them and for me to watch them kind of go through this. And how do you generally diagnose foot issues? Do you use x-rays and MRIs and other uh, techniques? How do you generally do that? Yeah, most all foot conditions, uh, well, the diagnosis would start out with the, you know, the clinical exam. You really get a good idea of what's going on there and are ordering these other tests, you know, sometimes just for verification, such as, you know, you see someone with a bunion or hammer toe, well, we need an x-ray, you know, for documentation purposes. But, you know, there are other times when we need to get advanced imaging, such as a CT or MRI, um, to look at more more specific or harder to diagnose problems in the foot or ankle. Now, I know you mentioned physical therapy. How often... Is physical therapy the answer? In general, are most common foot problems taken care of with physical therapy? Uh, I would say in my practice, um, most of them are not taken care of with therapy. Not to say that therapy doesn't work. It's just that, you know, for instance, if someone does have a bunion, there's no way that therapy is going to make that better. And oftentimes it needs to be corrected surgically. Um, I do use therapy more as an adjunctive type of treatment you know, after surgery as a way to get the patient back up and moving faster and get a more uh, full range of motion after surgery. So, Dr. Bohr, this caught my ear earlier. You said things like bunions and hammer toes can be hereditary? Yeah, uh, bunions, hammer toes, uh, certain foot postures are often hereditary. There's actually been uh, studies done of some tribes who never wear shoes, you know, in Central Africa, South America, and they also develop bunions and hammer toes, which kind of debunks the theory that 
well, my shoes didn't fit right when I was a kid, and that's why I have a bunion, you know, because we've found that people that don't wear shoes develop them as well. That is really interesting. So Native Americans yeah. had bunions and hammer toes, and you're right, they didn't have shoes. I, 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 Correct. I, that visual you're painting right now is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and interesting. It's, uh, it, it is, it, people find that very interesting because wow, you know, they're sure that the hand-me-down shoes they got or the root of the cause, but oftentimes it's you know, just genetics. Well, how about that? Well, Dr. Bohr, thank you so much for talking with us today. This has been very interesting. And for more information about common foot problems and how to treat them, head on over to columbushosp.org. That's columbushosp.org. This is Columbus Community Hospital HealthCast from Columbus Community Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.